what up what up what up to your boy Nas and it's back to our usual Nas talk so uh thank you very much first of let me start off with appreciations again thank you very much to everybody who you know has been listening giving me their comments and encouragement and for the um uh, my anticipating listeners i really appreciate you all i give you all of the things besides god so thank you very much guys i really appreciate this so yeah you guys remember this particular song never in my life never in my life then go use my head again yeah that got trending last year i think um around the time of october november thereabout yeah and there was this particular scene where Bimbo Adimoye is pouring out something and that's like the part that made that song trend. So yeah, today I'll be talking about the movie Anikulapo, where that scene was gotten from. Yeah. So Anikulapo is a movie written and directed by Kunla Fulayo and was released on the 30th of September 2022. Now this movie is a special one because it came at the time people needed something fresh to watch you get and also because the movie brought about this new rave to the battle between feminists masculinists and the rest of the world now in my perspective every lady is a feminist uh just at the level of passion and enthusiasm just differs according to experiences and self-maturity anyways that aside anikolapo stood for a stood for a popular and long-time belief in the war of who's better and who's not in this present day world and i remember well when the movie was released one could hardly view a post on whatsapp without seeing a thing or two about the movie uh especially that scene and also never trust a man yeah as a woman why would you trust a man with blah 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 man that period was really really crazy for me it was such a pain to my eyes that i decided i was most probably not gonna ever see the movie ever until probably say a year or two after the movie got released but as life would have it um i saw the movie by chance last year shout out to djz for that and after seeing it um myself and a few of my friends sat down together and we were like discussing different things about the movie and i personally took time to study m- the movie myself okay i even even though till now i've just seen the movie just once i still see a few points of it that i know i'd like to apply to my life and also i like people to also talk about and see so this movie tells about of a young man named saru who had no origin but settled in a small village learned to trade this material making and sales um ashoki it's called ashoki a yoruba attire nice yoruba attire made by the yorubas um saru was quite good in his trade very very good but like all businesses, special connections are necessary to help you boost your sales. It's not just enough to um, know skills if you don't have the right connection to help you bring that skill to the world or share that skill with people of the world and all that. So, yeah, special connections are needed to achieve good sales. Now, I was fortunate enough to be the sugar baby of a highly respected woman in the village who patronize them both in material and kind you know you know what's up now you know that secret shit so anyways being a sugar baby does come with its perks yeah it makes me want one too 
I won't lie about it. I really wouldn't mind a sugar mommy who's, you know, honest and generous. Yeah. Anyways, for me, I feel one thing that helped Saru set up himself in life was his sugar mommy who helped him, you know, patronized him, paid him over um, the amount of sales he had and all that. That really helped him a lot. Um, allowing him to expand his business and also she introduced him to the palace queens you know to make him become the sole trader now it was in this palace that saru met up with arolake um the favorite queen of the king and also the last queen i think the last wife of the king or so but sadly arolake had been barren since she got married to the king so that kept her in a really really weird position because the other queens would make fun of her and you know because of her condition and all that so she met she met saru and you know saru immediately had eyes for her like was beautiful now so yeah it was natural that any man who set eyes on her would immediately instantly like her and saru was not was not a female definitely it was a man so yeah he fell in love and i don't know if you would say he fell in love but yeah he liked her unknown to him that the queen also had eyes for him and now this is the part that most people don't actually say that's that's what is that's what got me angry when i saw the movie this part of the movie is the part that most feminists skip now on his way back home aralake sneaked out of the palace and you know double crossed him um along the way and you know i wouldn't say she raped him because he's a man i mean if you do not want to do it can't be false but i'll say she seduced him because sarah is a man with like passions so who would see packages and not like fall immediately so yeah she seduced him most people do not actually say that part they just talk about the part where he betrayed her and all yeah so um their love affair started and it kept going on and on and on um his sugar mommy noticed and warned him warned him against certain things that he shouldn't um take things that aren't his and are both his league so he doesn't get in trouble but as life will have it Arolake fell in love with saru who's not a husband and decided to elope with him and she told him about it and convinced him that they should elope together but unfortunately for both of them they got discovered and um saru got caught and was was executed now uh strangely a strange bird appeared the following day and you know inquired about saru's death which made Saru come back to life and Arolake chased the bird and a certain god fell off um, the beak of the bird and she kept it blah 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 and you guys know the story anyways it's a very long story so I wouldn't want to bore you with my narration but at the end of the day both of them escaped into a very far away village yet and when they got there they were met with um, um their helper their benefactor a certain hunter um a certain hunter's child 
got killed or probably died due to natural cause and this caused um um wailing in the village so it so happens that Rolake thought it wise to give it to to give to saru that god that made him come back to life because she already understood okay this god could bring someone back to life and she gave it to saru to you know do his thing and bring the child back to life Sarah not knowing what to do, you know, just went there, touched the child, and then this popular phrase came out, Gera the day, which means um rise up. So yeah, it's it just speaks about how their life changed from there on. You know, the whole villagers got shocked that a man could have the power to bring um dead bodies to life. And you know, they constantly were being called, they were thinking of by the villagers, you know villagers would bring gifts of food money materials they even had to like gift them a um how would i put it they had to give them a whole land you know to build a house and all that so they became comfortable in the village very very comfortable now this is where saru's misfortune started saru saru like any man is a womanizer just that his own was on a very very high scale so you know he had eyes for his housemaid his wife's housemaid and you know raped that one that one got pregnant gave birth he married her and then we were told i think few years later three or five years later he got married to another lady again making it three wives two legitimate wives if you think about it and one illegitimate wife which is Arolake. So, yeah, at this point, Saru became pompous and proud that he forgot where he started from. He forgot his origin. And this made him to act up like he was on top of the world and he neglected Arolake, his initial benefactor. And this made, this caused tension in their family. And, you know, the other wives would insult Arolake about a barrenness and he divulged the secret that Arolake was a former queen who left the king just for him you get just to make his ego you know just to tickle his his ego and all that so moving on um she got bitter about this and at the point of extreme glory for Saru was where the king's son, the king of that village, um, died and he was called in to wake up, you know, to do his thing and bring the child back to life, the crown prince back to life. And he became pompous and decided, okay, he wants to get married to the king's daughter. You know, he wanted, I feel he wanted to plant his seeds in the royal line since, you know, judging from the fact that he never had or knew his origin so you know it's a normal thing to want the best for your generations but then he did it out of pride and ego and even insulted the king and all that and told them when they are ready to agree to his terms they should call him back and all and he went back home and when they called him that king has chosen to agree and he went back and unfortunately he could not bring the child back to life this infuriated the king and Saru discovered Arolake played him. Not exactly played him, but she did what she felt was right. She destroyed his own life and left. So, yeah, Saru 
was executed the second time by this new king. Now, this story has a whole lot of lessons for my generation, for this generation, for the generations to come. And I feel that was what Kunle Apolayan was trying to like pass across. Now, first off, one thing I feel Saru never did was know his limits. Saru never had a sense of limiting, limiting his his greed and limiting his you know eyes for things that are not his in the first place. A critical example of this was when he found out a sugar mommy had another sugar baby, he got angry and you know wanted to act out of place and the sugar mom told him hello you're not you don't own me i own you i take your view so why are you getting angry that i have someone else you know i mean who gets angry that your sugar mommy has someone else i mean it's your sugar mommy why and this this just you know for me i felt nah this guy doesn't know his limits so guys please as much as we aspire for the good things of life it's always best to know our limits let's know what we are limited to it is good to aspire for the great things of life but if at that point you do not have those great things and the means with which you can get that great things you aspire for do not abuse it be limited be contented contentment is something our generation really needs right now because so many crazy things has been going on people are not contented people want more people want everything people want it all According to the words of um, Burner Boy and Polo G, want to talk. So, guys, that is one lesson I saw from Saru's lifestyle. And another thing was he never cautioned his greed. Just like, you know, what I just said now. Also, Rolake, Rolake was greedy. Yeah, I would say she was greedy. And she was really, really selfish. I mean, a lot of people would say they can't blame Marolake. She needed her happiness. She chased her happiness. Hello, she was married to a king. Do you know what it means to get married to a king? Look at the seven wives the only of Ife got married to. They are all women of standards in this present day time. That anywhere they are, they could open doors for themselves. But they chose to marry a king. Do you know why? Because that just increases the entire status. She was married to a king for crying out loud, guys. I, I, personally for me i really do not know what ladies of nowadays really want i really really want you'd see a lady who would say money is everything money is a love language and then she gets a guy that you know has this money spends on her and then yet she'll still cheat with a guy that doesn't have as much money and then she'll tell you uh eh, that guy was caring he gave me the attention i needed hello do you want money or you want attention now ladies would backfire at me and say nah we want it all why can't we have the money and the attention <sighs> well i don't know i don't know for me i just feel that you being really really greedy and selfish know what you want and then go for it choose it stay with it and it's funny how why ladies will now still blame guys for cheating i mean you yourself do not even know what you want fine i'm not saying there are ladies who are not loyal to their guys yeah 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 there are there are guys who also stay loyal to their ladies but that's not the point this today we'll discuss that in another episode i think i'll open a section for you know the banter between feminists and masculinists and the rest of the world
so yeah she got she was married to a king and yet she still felt she couldn't give him what he wanted that's why the fact that she didn't give the king a child the king still loved her above all the other wives who had kids so i really don't understand what her problem was if she so wanted she would have gone to the king to tell the king okay your wives are maltreating me and i don't like it it's very certain that the king for love would protect her by all means but she didn't do that she decided to go behind the king you know have someone else to satisfy her sexual crave. i mean why if you need sex just tell the king those hold but yeah you chose to marry him when he was old anyways so enjoy or enjoy it i don't know and even if at least you want to have someone who's satisfied, at least keep him as a sugar boy. Why go on ahead to say you're in love with him and when you want to spend the rest of your life with him when you know you're with another person? The king. It doesn't make any sense. But oh well, who am I to say it doesn't? Anyways, I'm just a mere podcaster. Yeah. Um. So, sorrow to get mine, though. For real, sorrow to get mine. I mean, it's not enough that you have one sugar mommy you even had got to, you know like have a relationship with the queen and then even decide to elope with the queen itself that's too much mind that greed for me thirdly i feel saru never learned wisdom in all his years he should have grown in wisdom especially after seeing the way a king left the king a queen left the king i mean just for him he thought it was special enough for a queen but no they didn't realize that that was like the first point of wisdom you should have drawn lessons from. So guys, to my niggas, bro, draw lessons from wisdom. Draw lessons from past experiences. Now, I'm not saying turn that into bad experiences for other ladies. But yeah, learn to know that nobody really did for you. Nobody is really for you. Okay? Everybody who stands by you right now today would one way or the other leave you for yourself tomorrow or you'd leave them for yourself tomorrow so yeah always have that in the back of your mind that no matter how many people are with you they can be with you forever so learn to know that you you've got yourself alone and don't be stingy please i beg don't say because i said this now you now be stingy and say okay i want to know i'm alone by myself so why should i no 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 enjoy those moments those people stay by you because at the end when you're alone that's the moment that comes to mind that becomes memories and this brings up new topics in your head new feelings and all that another point is saru easily got blinded by his good fame and wealth so blinded that he couldn't even see the wrong even after two more wives and that took years he felt he felt he was special enough but without realizing that someone made him someone made him become the saru people call anipulaku yeah and again it's wrong to cheat people arolake cheated the king because in our in her own thoughts she felt she was going for her happiness which was saru and she faced twice as much unhappiness as she did when she was at the king's palace so that's i think that's love karma actually working there if you actually cheat someone for no just cause yeah believe it or not you might escape for a very long time but one way or the other you'd face your wrath from karma yeah so uh i think that's my lesson from anikulakwa the movie if you've not seen it you can go check it out and i still remember your humble friend 
and third friend Naz and this is Naz Talk and I'm signing out on this for now I'll be back with more episodes later please do keep on sending your encouragement and keep sharing to your friends to listen thank you so much for everybody commenting on my voice I really thank you I appreciate you and yeah you can just chat me up on whatsapp at 09050425977 or on instagram inu underscore aruna 17 or on twitter at nas underscore nation 21 anyone that works for you guys guys so yeah take care of yourself be good stay safe this is 2023 january it's been long i've been seeing lots of complaints about how long january is yeah but please guys Let's make 2023 better than 2022. So no wasting of time. Learn that skill you want to learn. Go for what you want to go for. If you do copy, you want to start. Hello, by all means, you're the owner of your life at the end of the day. I'm not advising you to go for it, but at the same time, I'm advising you to go for it. It's your, it's your choice. Anyways, enjoy yourself, guys. To the next episode. Bye for now.